Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. And the last game of the day in the NBA playoffs, the Western Conference first-round matchup between the team that needed a play-in game to get in, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the college basketball play-in game coming to the NBA as they got by the Nuggets, and the Houston Rockets, who were highfalutin, on top of their game, and I'm told by so many people, invincible the Houston Rockets. They certainly looked uh, human in game one of the NBA playoffs. Now, James Harden, who is, I think we can all agree, a wild card for the Rockets, right? Because you don't know what you're going to get. Uh, he has proven to be a fraud at times in the playoffs. Harden's done a Houdini act and vanished, and you can't rely on James Harden. It's one thing we've learned from the Rockets over the years. You can't rely on James Harden. Now the Rockets have an old man at point guard. And Chris Paul, who, by the way, played like played like a geezer, did he not? I mean, man, was I right about that or what? My, you got to hope he gets hurt at this point. The way that Paul was playing, he sucks, terrible. He's gonna bring down the Rockets by himself. 
but James Harden played very well in this particular game. We'll get to Chris Paul in a moment. Harden was marvelous, uh, and, and still it was almost not enough. Even with him putting up regular season-type numbers, uh, the Rockets get a three-point win over the Timberwolves, and the Beard had 44 points, and he was very efficient uh, from the field. He only took 26 shots to get to 44 points and didn't take a zillion three-point shots, or, or I should say foul shots. He was only 7 of 9 from the line, so he had the seven three-pointers, eight assists, bunch of stats all the way across the board. And that the, the lead-up to the game, we had Coach Tibbs of the Wolves, who was just doing a complete ball wash of the beard. He was going in deep before the game, uh, just fawning all over him, star-worshipping. Uh, he even went as far as to say that James Harden's defense is, quote, very underrated. And, uh, of course, anyone that's watched James Harden play will say that is about as far as you could possibly get from reality. But there was the Wolves coach going on and on and on about how underrated, underrated he is. He anticipates. Of course, he anticipates on defense. Uh, that's only if he's paying attention does he anticipate on defense. But it was all it was all coach speak and all nonsense and silliness uh, from the head coach of the Wolves. So if you look at the the Rockets and the entire team was it was a one essentially a two man band. You had Clint Capella and James Harden. And then everyone else sucked. In fact, the rest of the team outside Capella and Harden shot 33% from the floor. And despite that, the Rockets get the win, one nothing over Minnesota. And let's talk about it. Now, how concerned, despite the victory, should the Rockets be with this lackadaisical performance in game one, even with the win? Now, my observations on this, you've got sluggish, showing age, and enthusiasm. You got those three things. We'll fasten them all together. Uh, number one, we'll begin with this. Houston was not the same Rocket team that had been during the regular season. During the regular season, when these teams played, the Rockets did the monster mash over Minnesota, and that was not the case here. Uh, now, Jimmy Butler, who did not play all that well, that's another thing. When you look at Minnesota, you're like, well, we were lost by three points, and Jimmy Butler was four of 11 from the field and had 13 points. Derrick Rose, uh, Crawford, Teague, all outscored him. <laughs> there, were, there were three guys. Carl Anthony Towns did nothing. Your two headliners, two of your three headliners, Towns and Butler combined for 21 points, and still Minnesota had a chance at the end of the game. And Jimmy Butler took a about as bad a three-point shot. It's, it reminded me of Antoine Walker from the old days with the Celtics. All he needed was the shimmy. All he needed was the shimmy uh, at that moment there. He took a terrible shot at the end, and that killed the Wolves. Houston was sluggish, unable to separate. They did go on a run late in the fourth quarter, but even Minnesota having a chance to tie the game in the final seconds. Uh, it was an uneven performance by the Rockets, and as I said, it's a top-heavy with, with two guys, Harden and Capella, and outside of that, nothing. And then, in addition... Now it's up to the Wolves. They're going to have to make adjustments as we go forward here. But the the first thing you look at, and you, if you're Minnesota, you're like, well, I, the one thing we don't want to adjust is we want Chris Paul to show up and play just like that. Chris Paul played horrific basketball. He uh, be, be worried, Houston. Be very worried. I tried to warn you. You were picking up an old man in Chris Paul by basketball age 
And he showed his age right there. He's past his prime. He's on the downhill slope, Chris Paul. He was brutal. Brutal. And and if it wasn't for a heroic effort by James Harden, we're having a much different conversation right now about the Rockets. And everyone in the Western Conference that watched that game is smiling because they know the Rockets are not invincible and the Golden State Warriors are chuckling watching that pathetic performance by Chris Paul. It was 5 for 14. He had four assists, three rebounds, a couple of steals. He committed more turnovers, six of them, then assists, and that big mistake late in the final 10 seconds that allowed Minnesota a chance to tie the game, and it didn't work out for him, but that's that's what you're going to get from Chris Paul. You're going to get more of that than more good stuff from Chris Paul in the playoffs. Uh, let's hear from Chris Paul. Let's see. You think he's going to say, oh, that's on me. I sucked. I was terrible in this game, especially that turnover late. You think he's going to take the blame? Let's see. Does he take the blame, or is he going to blame somebody else? Let's find out. We won. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, I think the worst thing is them turnovers, man. I look like I was with the bad news bears, but uh, at, at, at the end of the day, you know, it's all about getting the win. Yeah. No thanks to you, by the way. You, you ought to return your game check you got. You're a thief is what you are with that performance. Pathetic. They could have gotten a guy down at the park that would have been better than Chris Paul in this game. He was horrible. And that's what you got, Rockets. I hope you enjoy that. You, you got a washed-up point guard. Past his prime, Chris Paul. Enjoy that. Yes. And, might I add, who they sat down so this wouldn't happen, right? They, the final 11 games, Chris Paul missed six of them. More than half the final 11 games to rest up, to fully be ready for the playoffs. How'd that go? Yeah. They're going to blame that left hip? Is that what they're going to do? Is they gonna, They're going to come up with some kind of fall guy, the Rockets, for that performance by Chris Paul? He was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Now, Mike D'Antoni's trying to rationalize, even though the Rockets won the game. Again, three-point win over the number eight seed, Minnesota. You're the you're big, bad 65-win Rockets. You're supposed to be high-stepping and juggling and laughing and throwing water balloons, and instead you had to fight to the very end. Mike D'Antoni, defend your squad. You know, we kind of forget, like, we're you know, we're playing the eighth-place eighth, eighth place team, right, or the eighth seed. Well, when they had Butler and he was healthy, they were the third seed. So it's not like they're back to the third seed kind of kind of strength. They're a good team. <laughs> what a dope. Uh, does anyone buy that? Does anyone? Are you that gullible? You're going to believe that crap coming from Dan Tony? Come on. That's an eight seed. That's an eight seed that struggled to beat the Nuggets that had to go to overtime at home to beat the Nuggets. That's who you struggled against, Rockets. That's who you needed. A missed three-point shot, a terrible shot by by Jimmy Butler. Talk about a four-shot, man. All right, last observation here. The, the Wolves, I would say, would have great enthusiasm after this performance. They didn't win the game, but their two top players stunk, Butler and Towns, combining for 7 out of 20. Two of their top guys, 7 out of 20 from the floor. And they're, they're playing with house money. The, the Rockets are the powerhouse. They're the 65-win team. Minnesota, uh, they needed to win, as we keep pointing out here, the final game in overtime of the 82nd game to qualify for the playoffs. So they'll make some tweaks. They'll make some adjustments here. And uh, keep feeding whatever Chris Paul's eating. Keep feeding that to him. 
Man, was that, I enjoyed that. I, I was doing my own little victory lap around the room. I was doing my own little victory lap because I called it. Months and months ago, that's what you got, Rockets. Washed up point guard. That guy's going to lead you to the promised land? I don't think so. All right, so Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to be part, the number 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller, and it's all fair game. The Celtics won on back-to-back three-point shots in a crazy end. They won an overtime over the Milwaukee Bucks. If you saw that early, the early game, the Cavaliers have lost. We'll get to that at some point here. And the Utah Jazz came up short to Oklahoma City, the other NBA playoff activity. And we say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas. Garcia, right over there. So, so last, pretty much every uh, Sunday into Monday, I come in. There's trash piled up. The good news is today there's not trash piled up, but the equipment's broken. So, where I usually plug my headphones in to listen, uh, but I can't plug into headphone position number one because headphone position number one has cost me a thousand dollars in headphones over the years. Here, the uh, the uh, amplifier pops. And has literally blown out a thousand dollars worth of headphones. The company has not paid me back a dollar for those headphones that have been broken over the years. So I moved over to headphone position number two. Headphone position number two is broken. Somebody over the weekend, the animals that work here on the weekend, somebody decided to break headphone position number two. So now I got to go into headphone position number one. So what I'm doing is a daredevil act. I'm doing I'm, I'm, I'm doing a high wire act here. At any moment, my headphones could pop because the amplifier is messed up on this particular headphone position. You're walking the high wire. I'm risking the uh, pair of headphones I'm wearing right now that I might have to go and then buy another new pair of headphones, which would cost me hundreds of dollars. So that's what I have to deal with here. I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I'd rather have the trash stink than this. Really? Yes. Because the trash... Well, I, I'm I, sure we can... What? Gather, gather up some trash for you to bring in there if you'd like. Well, I mean, there's plenty of trash. Better. I think somebody must have moved to the, to the back there. I'm it's limited trash. It doesn't smell like it usually smells. The, the rotting food I'm not greeted by, but now I'm greeted by this headphone situation, mm. which is very traumatic Yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm very nervous here. I'm, I've been through this before with this headphone jack, and the, it amplifies too much, and then there's a glitch in it, and I don't know when the glitch is going to happen. It could happen right now. It could happen an hour two, three, hour four. It's a waiting hour, game. Yeah. I know eventually it's going to happen. So what I'm going to do, Eddie, to counter – Balance. When yes. I'm not talking, I'm going to pull my headphone jack out. What oh, you think? Do, do you think yeah. that's going to help uh, prolong the life? I'm going to limit, limit it. That's what mm. I'm going to do. I don't yeah. know that there's any real, uh, you know, evidence that that will will do no. that. But you, if it makes you feel better, me peace of mind. I see, and I'm all for that. So I, I was very sad over the weekend, Eddie. Uh, one of my radio heroes passed I saw away. That, yes, the the great Art Bell. A uh, man I used to listen to for many years on overnight radio. And so when someone passes away that we know that touched my lives, we do a six-line tribute. So we're going to do that later on. Oh, my wife asked me, do you think Ben yeah. will do oh, the uh, six-line salute? I said, I don't know. This is a legend. We'll okay. This is, who else can talk about chemtrails like Art Bell could? Come on, please. Uh, the Grays. Uh, all of that. Uh, Bigfoot. Uh, the, uh, the Koopa Chabra. I, I, all of it. I loved it all. I was a huge fan of Art Bell on radio. I'm so sad he's passed away. He was wonderful. 
uh, late at night. You know, you're by yourself. You're, in a, you're driving around. It's kind of dark out. You listen to him tell a, a ghost story. It was marvelous. So we'll do that later. So if you want to be part of that, you can call. I was going to do a six-line tribute to the Kings, but they're not done yet. They still have to lose one more game, Eddie. And then we'll do the six-line tribute to the L.A. Kings. So, Did you go to that game tonight, Eddie? Were you out? Uh, it was one nothing Kings when I left. Hmm. Sounds eerily similar to an incident I had a couple years ago. <laughs> when the team I was watching had a 17-point lead late in the third quarter, early fourth quarter, and then decided that Corey Brewer and Josh Smith would play like Wilt Chamberlain and Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. You think so. the uh, the bosses would be understanding if we said, you know, we can't leave because our teams need us. Yes. We just come in a little bit late to work. Would that be all right? Well, I, the, the way I look at management, they are always, they got our back. So they would completely, whatever we need for our teams to win, they would sign off on that immediately. There would be no pushback uh, at all. You're fired. Uh, none whatsoever. And whoever's here will just stay a little bit longer. Uh, every man helping other, every other man. Uh, that's how that's going to work. Absolutely correct. I like that. Now, Good. I did notice there was some food in the back. Did anyone eat one of the uh, – there was some cupcakes in the back. Did anyone eat one of the cupcakes coming in? Well, I think we know who to ask about that. They looked like they were from the Steve Harvey show because those are not our cupcakes. Nobody I did not even uh, check them out. Yeah. There were – last I checked, when I came in, there were three delicious uh, – what looked just scrumptious cupcakes. Uh, just marvelous, delicious, and uh, they were covered in frosting as a traditional frost. They had the uh, – Looked like a buttermilk frosting to me. Uh, maybe a cream cheese. Maybe it might have been a cream cheese. I believe you mean buttercream frosting. Okay. Coop. Uh, Let's go to our cream expert. Have you had <laughs> one of these cupcakes? Uh, no, I have examined the cupcakes. <laughs> okay. They, uh, they look scrumptious. They look good. When I came in, and currently right now, I am chewing a piece of spearmint gum. Ooh. Uh, do not want to ruin the taste of the cupcakes with the minty flavor in okay. my mouth. So, so you got to go wash your mouth out. Be a transition. Water or You'll, something. Yeah, I guess something. Rinse it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'll just wait for the mint flavor to subside. Then I will go after mm-hmm. one of these cupcakes. It's a veteran move. Okay. Are you concerned that someone might come in and take one of the cupcakes? Should you hide your cupcake that you're going to eat? Should you put that somewhere else? As I'm not a, too concerned. I not. believe there's still three left. We are the only people in the building as of right now. Yeah. That's true. The Steve Harvey show doesn't show up for a couple hours. Yeah, they'll be okay. they'll be gone before then. Yeah. Will you be eating all three of them? No. You will not. Hmm. Who is most likely to eat the other two? Let's see. You're gonna have one. Danny G will have one. He's on a diet though. Danny's on this this workout regime and I, yeah, I've been staying away from sweets. Hmm. Interesting. Danny G will have one. Okay. <laughs> Danny will have one. Doubling down. So Danny will have one, and then between me and Eddie, one of us will have. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And while some in the NBA media say, do not overreact to game one, I say no. Re- overreact all you want. That's what I say. Victor Oladipo throwing it down with 32 points for the Pacers and Indiana smothering. The Cavaliers at the very beginning of the game, as it turned out, the Cavaliers, even though mathematically they were within striking distance, the Pacers controlled the pace of the game. You see what I did there? 98-80, to the final in Game 1, opening round playoff series. LeBron had a triple-double, but it didn't matter 
They could not stop Cleveland from being manhandled by the upstart Pacers. So let's get into this. For the first time since 2012, LeBron has lost the first-round playoff game, the opener, and uh, he chatted about this. He discussed this at length. It was a big talking point after the game, uh, LeBron James commenting on what it was like to lose. And uh, LeBron said the following. He said, I'm down 0-1 in the first round. I was down 3-1 in the finals. I'm the last person to ask about how it's going to feel the next couple of days, is what he said. Uh, That was the quote. Okay, then. Uh, The question is this. Now, obviously, LeBron James is not that concerned. At least that's his public position. You have the public-private. We often talk about that. There's a dichotomy between those two things, public and private. That's LeBron's public position. Uh, Says he's not too worried being down 0-1 in the first round. The question is, should he be? Concerned being down 0-1 in the first round and losing at home? The answer is yes. Of course the answer is yes. Uh, My thoughts on this, you've got historic, second-rate, the App Store, and disorganized. You've got all those things here. We'll mix them together. Now, number one, LeBron James can talk all he wants about, I'm not worried, I'm not concerned, there's nothing to see here while the fireworks go off and the, the explosive ordinance in the background goes into the sky everywhere, things are different now. Kyrie Irving is not walking onto that court to bail out Cleveland. As much as LeBron wants to pat himself on the back and talk about how I was down 3-1 in the finals, it was Kyrie Irving that made several iconic plays for the Cavaliers to come back from down 3-1 in the NBA Finals and win. And where's that Kyrie Irving? He's in a hospital. He's recovering from an injury. He ain't playing for the Celtics either, but he's certainly not going to be there to bail out Cleveland. And so this was a historic beatdown by Indiana. And what it did was end a streak of 21 consecutive first-round wins where LeBron walked off the court with his chest held high, smiling and laughing and pointing his finger. 12 consecutive seasons that LeBron James had ended up with a victory in game one of the first round of the playoffs. That has come and gone. And so all that goes away. That All those historic things get pushed to the side. Now, the second thing here, if the Cavaliers are going to win this series, which is still the presumption of many, despite game one going clearly lopsided in favor of Indiana, they're going to need some of those second-rate players who they acquired at the trade deadline to blossom. Shout out George Hill. Can I get a hell yeah to Rodney Hood? Where hell you at? Yeah. Where you at, Larry Nance Jr.? How about you, Jordan Clarkson? Yeah. These guys did not exactly stand out from the crowd. They played as you would expect them to play. It was mostly a sloppy, inefficient performance. They combined averaged eight points. Each of them averaged eight points, 2.7 rebounds, one assist over 22 minutes of playing time. So it wasn't spectacular. It wasn't horrific. It was... Just kind of blah is how you describe Hill, Hood, Nance, and Clarkson, their collective performance. And will things get better? Are the Cavaliers going to be in a better situation in game two as you flip the switch and all that? Now, some of them are going to have to play better, or the Cavaliers are going to face a catastrophe down 0-2 and then having to win on the road in Indiana 
Uh, it is time. This is you know the time where you say LeBron James, right? This is what you do here. You got you can't make any trades, so you got to send them over to the App Store and see if you can get some of those bug fixes and performance improvements for Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood, and George Hill. Because that's you're going to have to do something along those lines. Now, the last thing, last thing on a positive note, because if there's one thing I am, it's positive. I'm not sitting here just doing negative type of radio. That's not what I do. I do positive radio. You tune in late at night for positivity, and that is why I am here. Uh, Indiana does not exactly present a murderer's row. Like Victor Oladipo is a good player. He turned out to be an all-star this year. But is he the kind of player that intimidates you and say, oh, my God, we can't win. We got to stop Oladipo. No, that's not the case. And I'm pretty sure nobody has ever lost sleep worrying about Miles Turner or Lance Stevenson or Bogdanovich. I'm pretty confident that is that is the not the concern of any. This is a team that is also a flawed team, Indiana. So you've got flawed versus flawed. One has LeBron, and that's supposedly the ace up their sleeve is LeBron James. And the Cavaliers should not be losing to Indiana. Now, my position has been, uh, for a long time, I have pointed out that LeBron James is on the other side of the mountain. And much like we saw the degradation of Chris Paul and how horrible he looked. What a pathetic performance by Chris Paul. Man, I remember when he was good. I remember when Chris Paul was good for the Rockets. He's not good anymore. The Rockets are in trouble with Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable about that. Well, Cleveland, you also have to be realistic about the expectations for LeBron James. He's on the other side of the mountain now. He's at past that age where he's in his prime. He's 33 years old. That's past your prime. And Cleveland, the way they played in game one, they were disheveled is the word I would use to describe the Cavaliers. Tyron Lue. You talk about the coach, and not that he's actually the real coach because LeBron's the coach, but uh, he's going to be the one that takes the the brunt of the criticism. Ty Lue, right? he put together a team that was disorganized and unprepared at the start of the game, and that's how you thought the Pacers were going to play. Instead, it was the Cavaliers that played like that early in the game. Here's uh, Ty Lue pointing out that the playoffs, well, there's no time for you know. I would say the desire was there. I just think, you know, you can't ease into the playoffs. I thought they came in and they attacked us and they, they hit us first and we never was able to recover. So, you know, you can't ease into the game. We've got to be mentally tough and mentally strong. And um, they came in and it was aggressive game one. So, in other words, the Cavaliers were mentally weak and men- they were mentally unstrong. Because if that's what essentially we're saying. If, if the Indiana Pacers were that team, the Cavaliers were not that team on the other side. So, you look at that. From the other side here. Uh, here's more. Let's hear from uh, LeBron James, who will now explain to you he will solve the matrix. He will explain how the Pacers did it. They dictated the tempo. They were more aggressive. They just played inspired basketball, and they just took advantage of everything that we wanted to try to do. They were more physical than us at the point of attack. They were more precise with what they wanted to do. You know, we couldn't, we couldn't score the ball. That's somewhat of a problem. When you score 80 points in a, a game where you're – you're at home. That's uh, it's, uh, it's an embarrassing situation. It's an embarrassing. It's not, but it, during the regular season, it's not like Indiana and Cleveland were. There was a big separation here. They were very similar record-wise. They were uh, teams that won around 50 games. Cleveland won 50 games. The Pacers, I think, were a couple below that. So they were they were similar 
during the regular season. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, one of the storylines that has come out of that particular series is this great motivation that Victor Oladipo had from Dan Gilbert. And I wanted to address this uh, because the story which has been going around here is that Cavaliers owner Dan Gilbert, this goes back to last year during the trading season in the NBA when Paul George held his coup and forced his way out of Indiana and demanded a trade. The assumption had been that Paul George was going to Cleveland in a trade that would have sent Kevin Love back to the Indiana Pacers and Paul George would have been teamed up with LeBron James. Instead, Paul George goes to Oklahoma City to be sentenced to play with the great stat-stuffing ball hog Russell Westbrook, and so that is his comeuppance. He must play in Oklahoma City for a year, Paul George, and have his career spiral into the abyss uh, One of the, from a top 10 fringe player to a disaster this year in Oklahoma City, Paul George. But get to the point, please. Dan Gilbert, last year when he assumed that Indiana was going to make the trade with Cleveland and they would get Paul George and Love would go to Indiana, and then when he saw that the Pacers took back a collection of unproven young players, including Victor Oladipo. Uh, Remember what Dan Gilbert said? He said that the Pacers could have done better uh, than they did in that transaction. And so a group of reporters went up to Victor Oladipo and brought that up and asked him about Gilbert's remark, and he said he was aware of it. Now, here's what I want to say. This idea, first of all, that Victor Oladipo played better because of that is ridiculous. You think Oladipo in the first quarter is like, boy, oh boy, I better make this basket because Dan Gilbert trashed me last summer. I got to play better now because Gilbert ripped me. It's ridiculous. Like, was Oladipo going to go out there and lay on the court and get into the fetal position and start sucking his thumb if Dan Gilbert had not said that? And I mean, it's silliness is what it is. It's absolutely silly. But here's uh, the, that exchange with Oladipo and the, the media. Victor, you said you were aware of Gilbert's quote. Were you bothered by it? No. Did it fuel you at all? No, I already have fuel. I mean, it came up recently, obviously, because we're playing the Cavs in the series, but can't control his opinion. All I'm focused on is myself and becoming the best Victor Oladipo possible. Yeah. Well, later on, he did say you could say it added fuel to the fire. So, he, so he, in that quote, he said no, and then in a different quote, he said yes. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. If you would like to comment, you are more than welcome. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the festivities here. And our Facebook page, Ben Maller Show. That's Ben Maller Show on Facebook. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas. Garcia is right, uh, right over there. Yeah. I bet we've had uh, every team play a game so far. Anything that's jumping out at you as far as – I know it's early, uh, obviously. but Of course. Uh, the Warriors, as I said, Eddie. Yeah, handled uh, the Spurs. They, uh, stomped all over those pathetic Spurs. Oh, man. I don't see anybody from San Antonio calling up here. Where are all those guys from San Antonio that were at their chest out? They were all fired up. Where are they at, Eddie? Where did they go? I don't know where, where they are. I don't know where they are. I don't where know where are they? Are. Cowards! All of them. Cowards. They're they're Every waiting for the right time. I had a, a buddy of mine text me. He says he's going to bet big on the Wizards to beat Toronto in the uh, in the playoffs. 
I text back the ha-ha emoji is what I text back to him. Uh, that, that was my response. Uh, it was t- just, you know, listen, Washington, they'll win a couple of games, but Toronto's going to beat uh, the, the Wizards in that game. And I thought it was tremendous gutless basketball by Miami in the second half. You talk about halftime adjustments. You had the game on Saturday when Miami had the lead at halftime. I think they had like an eight-point lead at halftime. They came out, and it's like they only were there. They, they get to get to the airport to catch a flight. 24 minutes of, of decent basketball, and then they just didn't even show up in the second half. And how about how about my Celtics, Eddie, without Kyrie Irving, without Kyrie Irving at home, you talk about sending a message to the Milwaukee Bucks. Their stars lighting it up. That Middleton played ridiculously good basketball. The Greek freak was wonderful, and it didn't matter in the end because the Celtics with Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown Al Horford, these are the great Celtics. Jason Tatum. Wait, last week you said the Celtics were done without Kyrie. Well, they're not winning the NBA championship without Kyrie, but they can't beat the Milwaukee Bucks without Kyrie. They can't. They should win. They should win a round. They should get to the second round. And, you know, after watching Cleveland, let me tell you something. I got to do a reevaluation. I got to take inventory of the Eastern Conference because the Celtics, they're going to get by Milwaukee, and then you look ahead in the second round, they're going to play the Cavaliers. That's a beatable team. If they, if the, who knows? They might have to play Indiana. They can beat Indiana. So you could see the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. You could see the Celtics in the Eastern Con. You could have a Celtics Eastern Conference Final with Toronto. Still not all. I'm not all in on the, the 76ers. I'm not, not all in on them. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Back to back, belly to belly. He's going all in. I'll go all in. All in. I'm going to go all in. All right, we got to go quick here now. We're starting a new week, Koopaloop. We're starting a new week, and uh, I will go first here. Boy, do I take the big favorite? I'm not going to take the big favorite. No, no, no. I am not going to do that. I will take Jaime Garcia and the Blue Jays. They're a decent favorite against the Royals at home. Eddie. NHL playoffs, Bruins taking on the Maple Leafs over under five and a half. Give me the over. Danny G. Big Ben, Houston is at Seattle. Over under is eight runs. Both these teams have solid bats. I'm taking the over all day. Kubalu. Ben, I think you should do the monologue in this segment as well. And uh, I'm going to go with. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Such a jerk. (laughs) I'm going to go all in on the Toronto Blue Jays. All right, there it is. Our all in, and from that to this, here we go. Three bits, one second. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. It's called Radio Koopaloop. Multitasking. What do we have? Maller to the third degree. <laughs> Over the weekend, Des Bryant was asked if he would have taken a pay cut for the Cowboys. Yes. Now Bryant said that he would have quote if one had been offered. Do you believe him, Ben? I think it's highly doubtful, right? It's highly doubtful. I'll tell you why. A, this makes the Cowboys look like the bad cop and Dez Bryant look like the good cop. So it is a net positive for Dez as he leaves the Cowboys to say, hey, I wanted to stay. They didn't offer me a deal. And he can hold his head high up in the sky in a dignified manner. And B, Dez Bryant was far from an invaluable player in recent years. The Cowboys... Even if they had made an offer, and I'm not sure they didn't make some kind of offer through back channels, through surrogates of Des Bryant, they would have lowballed Bryant. 
by so much, it would have been a mistake anyway. This will give him a fresh start. He can go out around the NFL and be on, be on the woo tour where he goes around, teams try to butter his biscuits and all that, and he'll try to find redemption somewhere else. So it's a good thing for Des Bryant to leave the Cowboys. Next! Ben, on Friday, the Angels moved the showstopper, Shohei Otani. Showstopper, please. Up in the lineup from 8th to 7th in the order. Yawn. Ben, don't you think he should be even higher up in the lineup? Like yeah. third well, batting cleanup? Well, stop like with the, the showstopper. They ought to have him bat. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. You're right. They should have Otani right. leading off, and then they can have a clone of Otani come back and bat second. This whole thing. Number one, the higher ups, the higher up. My my theory is rather simple because I I played baseball in Little League. In baseball, the higher up in the batting order you are, the more chances you have to get at bats. Therefore, the more hits you can get, the more key opportunities you have to actually make a difference. Now, I am not convinced, and neither are the Angels, whether or not Otani is just a mirage. If the Angels were convinced this was not some kind of mirage, they would bat him higher up in the order. They must have some doubts. He's been great to start the year, but clearly the Angels haven't, the memo hasn't gotten to them. And number two, the real acid test for Otani is going to be staying power. Does this early season success fade away, or does Otani continue? to play extraordinary baseball. My advice to the Angels, ride the wave. Bat him higher. Next. But apparently the Ducks served in and out at their uh, to the media. In and out. That's what a hamburger is all about. Yes, at their uh, playoff game on Thursday. So are you going to check out the spread at any of the uh, local games because of the in light of this news? Well, I better do it quick because all the uh, teams will be out locally uh, in the <laughs> postseason. So, no, that's not that unusual. I remember Mark Cuban – we used to always get the Mavericks in and out or Pink's Hot Dogs, whatever the local flair is. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. When in L.A., eat as the Angelinos eat. Uh, but, no, I will uh, likely not be making an appearance anytime soon. A very busy schedule here at Fox Sports Radio and my moonlighting gigs elsewhere. I'm pretty much a prisoner of the microphone is what I am. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, I like your innovative idea for the Angels lineup. You pass this That's the win. I won the game. I won the game. I won it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw and away we go. It's unscreened radio. The safety net is off. Who needs our advice this week? Well, let's see. We can go a lot of different directions. The Dodgers are off to a miserable start. We go down that uh, road if we want to. The NBA playoffs are taking full effect. Why don't we go to the NBA playoffs? The Cleveland Cavaliers, for the first time in years, LeBron James has lost game one of a playoff series. The Cavaliers outclassed on their home court by the Indiana Pacers. So. Yay. Your advice to LeBron and the Cavaliers down one game to love. You see what I did? One game to love. All right, in the NBA playoffs, your thoughts on that? What what advice do you have for LeBron James? 877-99 on Fox is the number. You're live on the air when you hear my voice. Line one, that's you. Your advice to LeBron James and the Cavaliers. Uh, ben, my best advice is to log on and get asked on Facebook. All right, thank you for that. Uh, let's uh, we'll skip over you. Uh, you are next. Line two, your advice, please, to LeBron and the Cavaliers down one nothing. Bring back Tommy Lasorda. 
Yeah, there you go. I don't think that's a good idea at this point. Uh, let's go to you, line three. You're next, line three. Your advice to LeBron and the Cavaliers. A teaspoon of Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Was that Mr. Moose? It sounded like Mr. Moose. Hello, random line. You're on the air. Random line, go. Give him Weed Man's noose. All right, uh, let's go to, uh, let's see here. West of the Rockies. Hello, in honor of Art Bell. West of the Rockies, go. Take the advice of the man that knows everything, Mr. Tom Looney. No, I don't see no, He's just asking for that. No one wants Who? to hear that. We're giving advice to LeBron James. Oh, nothing. Cavs are down one nothing. Uh, hello, line two. You're hang on. out with you. All right, we'll hang up on you. Uh, line three, you're next. Hello, line three. Yes, the uh, Cavaliers need to read Mary 420. Lordy, lordy, lordy. <laughs> Line five, you're on the air. We're giving advice to LeBron and the Cavaliers. Hello. John 2019. Oh, there he is, the John 316 guy with the different Bible Thank verses. Thank you, Jesus! Line, line, I'm going to get my Bible Lordy, right Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. Uh, stop that. Line six, hello. When you have family come by, you have a three-day maximum. Weed man, it's time for you to go home now, buddy. Yeah, that's a good point. Start to stay like fish. Starts to stink after a while. Hello, line one, go. Yeah, I'd tell LeBron to sell his piece of uh, hair. All right. Uh-oh. <laughs> line th- okay, move on. Line two, hello. Good morning, man. All right, we've already talked to you. Line, uh, let's go to line four. Line four, you're on the air. We're giving advice to LeBron James. Hello, line four. We need World Be Free to help LeBron. Yeah, where is World Be Free when you need him? One of the great names of all time. Uh, hello, line five. Uh, the earth is flat, and so is your mother's ass. All right. Thank you for that. Line six, hello. It rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the- All right. Uh, one more. We'll do only one more. Coop, pig it. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I'll blame your fault. Advice to LeBron and the Cavs. Line two. Line two. You are on the air. Go. Uh, yes, Ben. I would look LeBron James in the Cavaliers. Hang up on yourself! If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Bye. 
Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.